0: your host, Daniel Spencer!
1: With today's contestants, Elliot Bartelt and Jonathan Bynum. Now, here's your host, Daniel Spencer!
0: All right, welcome to the second episode of Fact Checkers Trivia. I'm your host, Daniel Spencer, and I've got with me today Jonathan Bynum and Elliot Bartelt. So, uh, without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Jonathan, uh, tell us a bit about yourself, play us your buzzer sound, and tell us why that's what you picked.
2: All right, well, I'm, first of all, I'm glad to be here, Daniel. It's oh. going to be an enjoyable experience. Uh, name is Jonathan Bynum. I come from a long line of Bynums held over from uh, European countries. Oh <laughs> it's a uh, basics to it. We'll go ahead and get into the buzzer. Um, during this time of political strife, and with the um, <laughs> elections coming up, I felt like this buzzer sound just really embodies the American mindset and the American people. Um, so that's why I chose it for people who are having trouble hearing what it says. It says they took our jobs in a very uh, slurred and um, difficult dialect. Okay, great. Is that Does that have its
0: basis in uh, anything is that from anything
2: uh yes daniel i'm glad you're so this is a reference to south park okay all right they took our jobs okay <laughs> all right
0: great great
2: uh so let's just let's move on uh
0: elliot tell us a bit about yourself and play us
1: your buzzer sound and tell us why you picked it all right daniel uh thank you very much i am also very happy to be here it's happy a great it. pleasure to be sitting here in the studio with you guys Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm Elliot, uh, just turned 30 and, uh, loving life as much as you can when you're 30. Um, so play you my buzzer sound. Do you even know what farm to table means? And, uh, if you couldn't make that out, it says, do you even know what farm to table means? Um, also with its basis in this most recent season of South Park, uh, and their outspokenness on, uh, PC culture and, uh, they did a whole theme for the running season on gentrification of South Park, and uh, that, that was uh, Stan's dad, my favorite character, uh, making fun of a police officer who didn't even know what farm-to-table meant. And, nice. Uh, so, yeah.
0: Nice. Great. Well, uh, it's great that you both picked South Park-related uh, sounds, which, as I'm sure you're well aware, uh, the first round today is going to be on South Park. You guys got to pick your theme and decided that South park was what you wanted, so uh, we'll just jump right into it. Hands on buzzers, guys. Are you ready?
1: I am ready. Let's yes, play Captain. fact
0: checkers trivia. So, question number one: Did you know that South Park holds a Guinness World Record? What is the record that they hold? Do
1: you even know what arm and table means, Elliot? I'll, I'll give it a shot here, Daniel. I uh, don't know that this is 100% correct, um, but fans may remember back in season five of South Park, uh, they had the episode, uh, I believe it was called Night of a Thousand Shits or something like that. Um, and they, they were basically making fun of television shows around that time that were being edgy and cool by swearing on television. And uh, so to kind of lampoon that, in their episode, they had a shit counter in the bottom, I believe it was right of the screen, where every time they would say the word shit on television, the counter would tick up. And they actually did the whole episode about that and, and like brought in the knights of standards and practices. It was, it was really funny. But anyway, the counter went pretty high on that episode. I want to say it was up in the 200s or something. So my guess is going to be that South Park holds the world record for the most times that have they've said shit on national television
0: you are very very close Bynum do you have any sort of uh addendum you want to make to what I'm Elliot has
2: posited very close uh, honestly I couldn't remember that it was shit I knew it was a cuss word but I had a uh, different words in mind at that <laughs> time um put <laughs> an addendum I think I'm drawing a blank here
0: all right all right uh the correct answer is uh the most swearing in an animated series. Ah, ah so it was just more okay. general. Uh, so, Elliot, I'm going to give you points on that one because you got close enough. Very detailed. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, that was actually that, was that episode. Uh, and they were doing that so that they could make sure to get and pretty much hold their place. Uh, guarantee that no one's going to take it from them. No. Uh, that specific world record. So... All right, moving on to question number two. The character Butters, whose birthday is September 11th,
1: has what real name? Do you even know what the almond table means? Elliot. Um, so, uh, trying to remember the first episode you hear about this in, uh, but the one that comes to mind for me is the one where they made fun of uh, those You Got Served movies. And uh, they, they assembled the dance crew in South Park because uh, Stan actually got served while they were out playing. And some kids from another town came in and brought out their jukebox and danced against them. And uh, anyway, they had to assemble a dancing crew, and they were one guy short. So they asked Butters um, and, and his mom um, you know, for, him, for permission because he was like the old state tap dance champion or something. And uh, they mentioned his real name there as Leopold Stotch. Uh, which was a really weird and unique name. I don't think I've ever heard it outside of South Park. You said Leopold Stotch. Stotch, yes. Interesting.
0: So I don't really watch much South Park myself. Uh, What I found online was that it is Leopold
2: Scotch. So he's Butters Scotch, you see. That makes sense. It does. Something to clarify for the viewers, Elliot is doing what is called being nice. He knows the answer as soon as the question (laughs) is asked, but he's giving me an opportunity in case I happen to know. I think that's uh,
0: fair. Uh, For those who don't know Elliot, he is a huge nerd. (laughs) That's fair. All right, so moving on. Elliot, I'm I'm obviously going to give you points for that still, because damn. Um, (laughs) Of the main boys in the show, one was going to be permanently killed in season five, but the creators determined he was too valuable to the show. Before I even ask the actual question, Jonathan Uh has buzzed in. Jonathan, what's your answer? (laughs) It Uh definitely
2: sounded like the conclusion of a (laughs) statement. Um, It did to me too. I was going to say Kenny (laughs) was uh, killed off and he was going to be permanently, but they brought him back. All right. All right. So without knowing exactly what the question is, uh, Jonathan says guess Kenny.
0: Do you have a guess you would like to make as to the answer? Because
1: at this point I'm not finishing this question. Yes, let me let me meta nerd this and the extrapolate where else this question could have gone. So, you know, the creators were gonna, you know, decide to bring back later. Period or comma. However, in his stead, they replaced him with someone else. And who did the boys get to replace him in the meantime? And for that, it was a character that I, I particularly like for his later work in the Underpants Gnome episode uh, where they talked about you know big business versus small business and how it impacts small towns like South Park. Uh, Tweak, Tweak is the boy they got to replace Kenny when they were going to permanently kill him off.
0: All right. Uh, well, the question was, which character was going to be permanently killed off? And they actually, they had planned to kill off Kyle. Oh, that's oh. right. And not Kenny yeah. That's right. Okay. So, no one gets those points. <laughs> but you, Jonathan, do you get points for knowing exactly where I was going with that? <laughs> <laughs> Similarly, Elliot gets points for all that extra nerdy. Crap. <laughs> that extra <laughs> nerd. According to the Nielsen Company,
2: which episode had the most viewers? Jonathan. I'm going to just shot in the dark on an episode I like, but it's probably not right. I'm going to go with um, the Imagination Land. Okay. All right.
1: And based on fan popularity, I'm going to similarly shot in the dark and say make love, not Warcraft.
0: All right. Both great guesses. The correct answer
2: was Fish Sticks. Ah, because he's a gay fish. You get now, see, it? Uh,
0: explain to us why he is a gay fish. Because
2: if you like fish dicks, then you're a gay fish.
1: And you like them in your mouth. You do. And Kanye loves them. <laughs> but... It, n- as as much as Carlos Mencia and others tried to explain it to him, he just he just couldn't get it, and no. so he went off into the ocean at the end and actually became a gay fish with auto tune. Yeah,
2: an auto tuned gay fish. It was pretty glorious. Actually. That actually
1: sounds pretty hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um, all right, so moving on to the last question of round one: What college offers the course
2: South Park and Political Correctness? Bynum. I'm going to, again, shot in the dark and say F.U. University. Okay. (laughs) Which is university. F.U.
0: University. So is that Florida University University? No, it's
2: not even. I can't even remember what it stands for anymore. That's why I just went through there. But um, it is, gosh. I'm not about to try and make up what it stands for either. I don't mm-hmm. want to give our viewers false a, information. Was this a college? Is this a real college? Yes, it actually is. it is. really? Yeah, there's Goodness an F. i have to look that up later.
1: I <laughs> will indeed. Um, I'll, I'll go with Berkeley. That sounds like some Berkeley <laughs> shit. It does sound like some Berkeley
0: That's shit. It's tough. not, though. It is Brooklyn College. Ah. Brooklyn College. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, before we move on to round two, we have our hypothetical question. Mm. Take a minute and think. You get to write an episode. And more importantly, pick how Kenny dies in that episode. What is the plot of that episode, and how does he die?
1: Okay, I, th- I think <laughs> I've got one. Elliot, go ahead with yours. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. So, in mine, uh, as as you know, we all, we all know it is now um, August twentieth, two thousand sixteen. Uh, the craze that has been sweeping the nation for the past month or two is Pokemon Go. Yes. Um, and. and John and and a couple other friends and I have been talking and uh, we're wondering if they're going to make a Pokemon Go episode. It feels like it's inevitable almost. But uh, so my idea for it would be make the Pokemon Go episode and make it so that the boys are kind of traveling all over the world to get these Pokemon. And on the airplane, um, Kenny would actually be walking up through the cabin to – try to find you know a pokemon of sorts and while up there he would accidentally you know trip let's say like on a on a bottle uh, up front that one of the adults had been drinking because as one of the running themes in south park is the parents are extremely irresponsible um so there was an airplane bottle loose kenny slips on it he hits the door gets sucked out of the airplane falls down lands safely actually somehow he lands safely on a train track, then gets hit by a train up into the air. He's still alive at that point, point. Then he lands on a road, and he's very dazed, and he tries to get off, and he finally gets run over and smashed by an automobile. So then it's planes, trains, and automobiles.
0: That is brilliant. I'm assuming that you drew it out that mm-hmm. long so that Jonathan would have time to think of an answer. Jonathan,
2: do you I have an I have answer? an answer. I just like dead air. But I've always been a fan of Butter episodes, and we haven't had a Butter episode in a long time. So what I've always wanted to see is I'm also a fan of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, a classic movie, and I'd like to see them do a Butters Goes to Washington. So he goes there, gets in all of his little mishaps, um, and then mainly this whole time, Kenny's not involved in the episode, and somehow Butters gets into the White House, and he manages to accidentally in his clumsiness hit uh, missile launch codes and out of everywhere in the world that missile could go where does it go to kenny nice simple sweet <laughs> random kenny death at the end how it should be
0: i uh i, I like that a lot i think it uh, it has a lot of value and it's in it's a simplicity and uh i'm awarding you as winner for the hypothetical question That is round one in its entirety. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Stay tuned for rounds two and three.
2: One-way track. Seems like I must be getting somewhere. Feels like been going nowhere. I can't remember that Never part. Never here, nor no. No, there. There, there we go.
0: And we are back. So we're going to go ahead and get into round two. Uh, that lovely singing that you just heard was uh, an impromptu serenade from Elliot and Jonathan during our break. But we'll go ahead and jump into round two. Questions sent to us by our listeners. They can find us online on Facebook at Fact Checkers Trivia. Uh, or on Twitter at at Trivia Checkers, because Fact Checkers Trivia is too long for Twitter. Uh, so you can find us there. You can send us an email, Trivia at gmail.com, to send us your questions, and they might be used in this round. So, not obviously not this round specifically, uh, because it's being recorded now before you've sent us our questions. But send us your questions, and we would love to have them in future Online question rounds. My dumb rambling done with now. Let's jump right into the questions, everybody. Ready? Fantastic. This question comes to us from Ben out of Charlotte. What is the name of the principle that allows planes to fly?
2: Find them. That uh, principle would be the anti-gravity principle established in 1934, I believe it was. It's when you use um, the velocity times... Gravity to break the gravity barrier lifting up into the air. All right, perfect. That is not the right
0: answer, but. That sounded so convincing? It did sound so convincing uh, that unless Elliot can tell me the actual name of the principle in the next 10 seconds, I'm going to count that as a right answer. 10, 9, 8,
1: 7. The actual name of the principle that allows planes to fly?
0: 3. Two,
1: Principal Skinner.
0: One. It is not Principal Skinner, though. That is pretty much what I was expecting from you. <laughs> it is Bernoulli's principle. Ah. Uh. But it is Bernoulli's principle of anti-gravity, so we're going to say that counts. <laughs> All right. Now, this one comes to us from Jenny out in Raleigh. What is the state vegetable of North Carolina? <laughs>
1: Um, I feel like it needs to be the sweet potato if it's not the sweet potato. I love you, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so are you guessing the sweet potato or are you just saying it needs to be the sweet potato? I am both guessing and saying that it needs to be the sweet potato.
0: It is the sweet potato. There we go. Wonderful. Well done. All right, so... Uh, This part isn't actually the question, but do either of you know who the most followed Twitter account is?
1: I don't know. George Takeda does most of his stuff on Facebook. Yeah, he's he does. Really uh, Twitter. Uh,
0: so the most followed Twitter account is Katy Perry.
1: What? It's the truth. How what does m- she talk about? How many followers Fireworks.
0: does she have? Is that the question? That is the question. Okay.
1: Oh. Um, Five hundred, twenty-five thousand, six hundred. I didn't hear a buzz, man. What about taking the jobs? (laughs) Jonathan has
0: buzzed in and is now going to give us his guess.
2: Five hundred, twenty-five thousand, six hundred people.
0: All right. Am I the only one around here who cares about the rules? No, you are are not. I was not going to acknowledge his guess until he buzzed (laughs) in. Okay.
2: No, you are way short. Way short. I meant to say squared. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So I guess another rule of fact checkers trivia is do not make me do math because I'm not good
1: at it. See, we're, we're helping you with this as you go along. You know, mm-hmm. and for future episodes, you, you can tell them at the beginning, like, okay, well, uh, make sure you buzz in before you answer, and uh, don't make me do math. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let me just do some quick math
2: here. See, we are uh, the reason why you see signs at malls that say, don't bring your pet elephant. Yeah. That's pretty fair, man. It's, I'm sorry, 525,600 squared. Which would be times itself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm aware what squaring is. Well, he doubted your math skills after you said that, man. I have to keep it elementary.
1: Got the eye of the tiger. fine.
0: Right, uh, okay, so no squared. You're you're way overshooting it. Uh, she's not that be popular. Be. Squared. No. Uh, it is two hundred and seventy six billion, two hundred and fifty five million, three hundred and sixty thousand. Um, she's Universal now. <laughs> so Elliot, do you have a more reasonable guess somewhere in between those two numbers? I do. I'm going to guess.
1: I guess five million. All right.
0: So, uh, you know what? We're going to draw this out a little bit longer. So you are still way under shooting.
1: Damn.
2: What does she talk about on her Twitter account? I have no idea. I am not one of her followers. I mean, there's a lot of types of fireworks. There's firecrackers. There's bottle rockets. All right. I'm no longer going to draw this out. (laughs) Uh... So I don't,
0: I'm not one of her 91,940,615 Jeez.
1: followers, and that was as of 3.30 today. Wow. wow. So. You know, there's, uh, Daniel, I would say, like, with that many followers, there have to, she has to have followers all over the world, man, like America mm-hmm. and Germany, mm-hmm. uh, the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So no matter where it is and what time of day in the mm-hmm. world, one of her followers is wide awake. and oh, Okay. According to a 1977 to
0: 1987 TV show theme song, what is life's sweetest
2: rule? Ro- 1977 to 78, you said?
0: 1977
2: to 1987. 87. So that's a decade period. Damn, that was like... That
1: means we, we've got to know the TV show if we heard it. It ended a year after I was born, man. Like, uh, I don't know. It couldn't have been that good of a show. Um an amazing show. I'm
2: going to go with Farm Living is the life for me.
1: Damn, dude. <laughs> There's the what is, I'm yes.
2: going to go with farm living is the life for me. And
0: therefore that is life's sweetest reward?
2: Yes, farm All living right. is life's sweetest reward. That is not correct. It was
1: an attempt. Elliot. Um, I will go with learning the facts of life. Learning the
0: facts of life is not life's sweetest reward. <laughs> <Should> <laughs> be. Life's sweetest reward is love, gentlemen. Uh, as told to us. On the Love Boat.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So this one comes to us from uh, Suzanne out in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Hi, Suzanne. Hi. How many South American countries do not border Brazil?
2: There's a lot. (laughs) Do you even know what
0: arm and table means? Elliot. Uh, I'm going to go with three. Three seems like a good number. All right. So you are saying that in all of South America,
1: there are three countries that
0: don't touch Brazil in some way.
1: Dude, I'm American. I don't know my world geography, and I'm going with three. Okay, great. Are what we what
0: or? are those three countries? Let's see how many South American
1: countries you can name that aren't Brazil. Argentina. Okay. Um, Uruguay. Okay. And not Brazil. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Those are my two. That's <laughs> what I thought.
0: Jonathan, can you either name another South American country or... Or
2: give us a different guess. Are we uh, playing Prices Right rules? <laughs> closest without going over. Are <laughs> we gonna play yes. Plinko? Like, <laughs> sure. We'll we'll play closest
0: without going over.
2: Because then I can just come in with the four. But, no, um, more realistic. I'm gonna go with thirteen. Damn. All right. Might be over. No, I don't even think that's
0: over. Do you know how many countries are in South America? Fourteen. There are fifteen countries 15. in South America. That was really over. <laughs> so. Uh, what you actually did was name the number of countries that do border Brazil.
2: Wonderful. You were closest.
0: <laughs> Two. Two countries do not touch Brazil at all. They
2: are Chile and Ecuador. Ah. I took a geography in seventh grade and haven't looked at a world map since. Dude, it's always crazy <laughs> when you
1: look at a world, like a map, and, and you just look at how big some of the countries are compared to the others. Because, yeah, looking at Brazil, like on South America's map, Like, man, what what happened when they were divvying this up, man? They just got that, like, massive chunk of the continent. Brazil
2: also what holds most of the Amazon rainforest. Yeah, it's true.
1: Dude, I don't know how how their tourism is going to do after these Olympics, though, man. Good geez. That's been getting nuts. You heard about the selling competition.
2: They had a leg up on the competition there. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of round
0: two. And now we'll move into the champion question. So our champion from last episode was Kelly Hoover, uh, having won in an episode about comics and cosplay. Uh, so she writes us this question. She knew that it was South Park related. So she asks, in what year was the South Park Mall opened up in Charlotte, North Carolina? <laughs> yes, sir. Jonathan. 2012. 2012 is the guess from Jonathan. Jonathan. I'll go ahead and tell you that's not right. Elliot, do you have a
1: guess? I'll go 1997.
0: All right. So if we're doing closest without going over, you've both gone over. Uh, It is 1970. My other guess was 77. Uh, You should have followed with that one. Uh, So that is the end of round two. That is the end of round two. And uh, to give a quick score update, um, Elliot is ahead but Barely, so it is still anybody's game. Round three is uh, going to be special this time. Both Jonathan and Elliot have written questions to be asked to the other one. Uh, so we're going to be going back and forth on that in round three, which we'll get to in a minute after this quick break.
1: Hippie, a hippie to the hip, hip, hop, but don't stop. A
2: rack to the bang, bang, boogie to jump up the boogie. Boogie the bee. <laughs> I don't know what's after that. That's yeah, the only part yeah, I ever yeah. do. Yeah. And we are
0: back for round three, our last round for Fact Checkers Trivia. For this round, I asked Elliot and Jonathan to write questions for the other person. I'm going to be reading the questions and answers exactly as they are written, regardless of if they're accurate or not. So here we go, starting off with Jonathan's question for Elliot. Number one, can February march?
1: I'd have to say yes, uh, sim- simply based on the fact that uh, it's it's you know it's got legs on it. Yeah, it's 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 got it's got legs on it, but uh, it does have to be where the Ides of March. All right, I'm sorry, that is
0: incorrect. The answer is no, but April may. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Starting oh, off good. with a dad joke. That is correct. All right, Jonathan. What was the biggest dick move in Disney movie history
2: not committed by a villain? Not committed by a villain. There's so many. The fact that Aladdin completely threw out bros before hose, like out the window. He's just like, I want to get with the princess and that's it. That is a solid guess. Uh, unfortunately, no. The correct answer is Peter Pan,
0: after defeating Hook, has him wrapped up in a flag and in front of all the lost boy's children... Tortures him by threatening him with a sword unless he says, I'm a codfish, over and
1: over, while he and the lost boys laugh on. That is quite a dick move. Eh, quite a bit. Yeah, de- definitely not like a good role model thing, but I, I guess that's kind of the whole point is he's not mature and not grown up, so. This is a good point. This is true. Uh, all right, so, Elliot,
0: and I'm really hoping that you share this podcast with everyone you know and everyone you're close to. Elliot, what is your
1: wife's favorite color? Red, like the color of my face if I didn't know the right answer. No.
0: <laughs> According to Jonathan, and I have no idea if this is accurate or not, I should ask your wife.
2: I collaborated with his wife on this question. <laughs> <so>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is teal or TARDIS blue, but I would like to clarify that it's not the TARDIS based off of the way that this was written. This is the Tardus. <laughs> so I guess that stands for time and relative... Dimension under space.
2: I uh, I quick typed it while I was driving. Uh, kids don't text and drive. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> didn't
1: we just do a question about being a bad role model for kids, John? I oh, did man. specify. I feel you like can do whatever you want as long as it's about you say
0: being so. a, a bad role model for kids.
2: <laughs> Which is not a good movie, by the way. Role models, mm-hmm. awful movie. In you my know, opinion. I saw that.
0: I went in with low expectations, and they weren't met. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Sums Jeez. it up. Uh, all right. So question number two for you, Jonathan. Who voices Jack Skellington's speaking voice? Bonus points for naming the speaking and singing actors from <laughs> The Nightmare Before Christmas.
2: I can tell you they're two different people. Can I tell you the names? It's uh, Jack Nicholson and um Sarah McGeller.
0: Sarah McGeller. Who is Sarah McGeller? A name I made up All off right. the top of my head. So
2: not Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> no, no. Sarah not Sarah McLaughlin. Mich- no, you see, it's Sarah a Sarah McGeller. You ever watch Dragon Ball Z? They like do the fusion dance. That's okay. what happens when they fuse. Good to know. Uh, no,
0: actually, it's Chris Sarandon does the speaking voice and Danny Elfman does the singing voice. Which I was surprised to learn. I remember, really? now that's uh Yeah. You're surprised to learn that Danny, like Danny Elfman, Elfman sings? Yeah. Do you know the 80s band Oingo Boingo? No. Danny Elfman fronted that band. Ooh. You should check them out. You would enjoy them. I shall. Uh, Chris Sarandon is Susan Sarandon's ex-husband, and aside from his role voicing Jack, is best known for his role as Humpadink
1: in The Princess Bride. Wonderful. I was Thunderful. surprised to learn all of that. <laughs>
0: All right, question number three for you, Elliot. As you are aware, your wife loves the doctor. Which doctor is her favorite doctor?
1: Oh, that that one should be easy unless she did another quick switcheroo. Because uh, I guess people change over the years, right? So her favorite color was red when we first started dating. But I should have known better now that she's gone on to like the Moroccan like house decor look with teal and all that. He's lying. But... Um, For her doctor That should not have changed Unless she's Had some really weird Preference changes lately Um, You're stalling (laughs) But uh, no I, I will say The Ninth doctor Chris Eccleston Is her favorite doctor She likes his smile
0: And that is correct That is correct. Good job. You actually got a question about your wife right. (laughs) Uh, It is number nine, actually. I'm partial to Christopher Eccleston as well. I wouldn't say he's my favorite. Not that I really watch a whole lot as actively as I used to, but uh, I do think he had a, a fair bit of charm to him. So question number three for you, Jonathan. Which former president, after an assassin attempted to take his life, took his cane and beat the assassin
2: with it? Just because he's an American badass, I'm going to say FDR. I don't think it's right, but we're going to say FDR. FDR is not correct.
1: That sounds like something he could do, though, right? It would, though. FDR would definitely do something like that. Or it does also sound
0: sound like something that Teddy Roosevelt would do. Yeah. uh, Because Teddy Roosevelt is the American badass. But it wasn't Teddy Roosevelt, either. Uh, It was Andrew Jackson... The seventh Ah. president of the U.S. on January 30th, uh, 30th, 1835, what is believed to be the first attempt to kill a sitting president of the United States occurred just outside the U.S. Capitol. When Jackson was leaving through the East Portico after the funeral of South Carolina Representative Warren R. Davis, Richard Lawrence, an unemployed house painter from England, aimed a pistol at Jackson, which misfired. Lawrence pulled out a second pistol, which also misfired. Historians believe the humid weather contributed to the double misfiring. Lawrence was restrained, and legend says that Jackson attacked Lawrence with his cane. Others present, including David Crockett, restrained and disarmed Lawrence. He
1: was kind of a badass too. Aside from some of the crazy. He stuff was. He that. was just bad. Yeah, is yeah. what he was. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, I mean, we. I can't. I cannot say he was a badass if he. Beat this man with a cane while he was restrained. I think that's pretty much a, a microcosm of all of the awful things that Andrew
1: Jackson did. That, that That's fair. I, I like to think he did the beating before the restraining, but it's, evidence points to the restraint happened before the beating. Indeed. Let's but
2: we're not here to judge people. Remember, I'm here to judge Andrew Jackson. I will <laughs> always be here
0: to judge Andrew Jackson. Um. Alright, so question four. We are coming up on the end of the round. Question four, Elliot. Mm-hmm. Another question about your wife. Ah. She has wanted a particular type of fish for a long time. What type of fish does she want?
2: Under pressure.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Pushing the, down the, on. The his. singing dun, dun, parts dun, 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 have already ended, down. gentlemen. Um a dwarf garami?
0: No, no. The correct answer is a divorce, <laughs> since you can't get these questions right. No, the correct answer is German blue rams. Ah,
1: oh, see, I was thinking of, of ram, but I couldn't remember the, the little thing. and I was like, ah, maybe it was a gourami. It's close enough. To valiant effort. All right.
0: Jonathan, in the popular anime Dragon Ball Z, how many times does Krillin die? The
2: pwn count. Um, <laughs> gosh. wish I could remember Dragon Ball Z abridged. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> they do a pwn count. They <laughs> specify. I'm going to go with... I mean, seven is heaven, and he's going there, so... Okay. Seven.
0: Uh, three. Three. Okay. Yep. So he gets poned a lot, but only dies three. So he's killed by Frieza. Frieza mm-hmm. lifted him into the air with his mind and blew him up, inducing Goku's first Super Saiyan transformation. He mm-hmm. was later revived with the Namekian... Namekian. Namekian Dragon Balls. He was turned into chocolate and eaten by Super Boo. Mm-hmm. He was later revived with the Namekian Dragon Balls. You could have just said Dragon Balls. Like The whole <laughs> Namekian's a little... <laughs> is that is that my, I, Again, I am reading these answers the way they're written.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was... Looking at Elliot for the yeah. viewers to know. That was blaming yeah. Elliot. <laughs> I, I, and I took these straight <laughs> off the page,
1: too. No, no editing.
2: And the third time was
0: that he was killed by Android 17, who was brainwashed by his clone created from the depths of hell. After Krillin tried to help 17 remember how much he hated Dr. Gero? Gero? Gero. Android 17 shot a photon flash through Krillin's chest. This is not counting his death by tambourine and Dragon Ball, nor any alternate timeline
1: stuff. So that's why your count may, you may have been thinking. May have been a little off, ones. because
2: I've actually counted. Dude, I thought it was thing. way higher. I thought man. it was too, like, 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 because with, with, he
1: gets with, owned all the time.
2: But and I guess with all the jokes that,
1: like, that go around about him dying. you. Mm-hmm. But think, think of like all the good that could have been done for humanity and the whole universe mm-hmm. like with those Dragon Balls. But no, it's like, let's bring Krillin let's bring back Krillin. to life.
2: I'm still set. Like so, a lot of jokes are made on Krillin, but the biggest death joke is made on um, what's his face? You know, he's laying in the crater. Yamcha. Yamcha. Yeah, yeah. that's probably the biggest <laughs> joke.
1: They make they make a figurine of it for crying yeah. out loud.
2: But anyways, viewers don't want to hear us talk about
1: Sorry. Dragon Ball. So I mean, they might. <laughs> they might. Who knows? But maybe on a different podcast.
0: I think Stupid Nerd might still be recording. Uh, so, Elliot,
1: your final question: Are you prepared? Um, Illidan would say I'm not prepared, but let's do it anyway. All right. Do you know why you'll always be 14? i trying to remember what I did when I was 14. Is it because that's my maturity level and my sense of humor? Because I, I would say that's correct. I think that's very close to the answer. The answer is because you are basic.
2: <laughs> Mic drop.
0: <laughs> Please do not drop these mics. Jonathan. Your final question. And the final question of this episode. Are you oh. prepared?
1: And I, and I have to preface this, and I prepared this statement for, you, for your viewers. Um, viewers, I apologize uh, for the profuse profanity uh, that will issue forth in this next portion. Jonathan, who
0: was Roger fucked by the navel? That is all one word. I will spell it for you. It's F U C K E D B Y T H
2: E. N-A-V-E-L-E, looking like a last name. Well, Roger Fucked by the Navel is actually the full name of Roger Rabbit for people who are familiar with um, those stream of characters. His significant other was a very attractive cartoon female, and questions do uh, hang around to this day of how a rabbit got with this very attractive uh, female that he was with. And the reason being is Roger did some very interesting things in bed with him, thus developing that term. What sort of interesting things? I mean he don't get too
0: graphic, but this is this is important.
2: Fucked in the navel by All
0: right. Jessica Rabbit. By Joe. Okay. So <laughs> The correct answer is uh, Roger, fucked by the navel, was an Englishman who is mentioned seven times with minor variations in spelling in the plea rolls of the Chester County Court for the years 1310 to 1311. The Sergeants of Peace had been ordered to arrest Roger and produce him before the court, but they had failed to find him as a result of which he was outlawed. Historian Paul Booth suggests that either Roger was a man who had tried, through ignorance, to have sexual intercourse through his partner's navel, Or believed that this was the correct way to copulate. Or that he engaged in frottage, rubbing his penis against his partner's navel, possibly, in order to avoid conception. Booth argues that this is the earliest recorded instance of the word fuck in English.
2: And for people who are unfamiliar, your navel is actually one of the nastiest parts of your body. It has some of the grossest bacteria in it. So don't fuck your partner in the navel.
0: So I think that's just sound advice. Yeah. Hear, here. All right. So taking a look at all of our scores, uh, Jonathan, you had a strong surge there uh, in the, the questions you wrote for each other, largely because Elliot doesn't know his wife. But unfortunately, you were unable to pass the lead that was built up in the beginning by Elliot and his wife really nerdy knowledge of South Park. So, uh, Elliot, congratulations. You are our champion for the episode. Thank you. Thank you.
2: That is the new buzzer sound for Elliot Bartelt.
0: That is correct. Elliot has now reset his buzzer sound, (laughs) which is very uh, disappointing. So, uh, all right. Well, that is it again. uh, Thank you so much for listening. And I'd like to uh, suggest that you guys check us out on Twitter at Trivia Checkers, or on Facebook at Fact Checkers Trivia. Send us your questions if you want at factcheckerstrivia at gmail.com. Thank you very much for tuning in, and have a great day.